Blog Talk Radio. Is he your blood? Is he crip? Is he that? Is he this? Did he do it? You know, it. Look, if I shoot you, I'm brainless. Different toilets, same shit, and I'm sick of explaining it. I'm waiting on the raining. My nigga is a plaintiff. Yeah, I know what you thinking. Fucked up, ain't it? I should have known better, and I plan to. But dog, they be taking me out of my zone like a nigga with a handle. I sat back and watched it. Put the gas back in the closet. I try to tie my hands like an Iraqi hostage. That nigga take shots at me. No response. I just flip and pop my collar like the fawns. You give a nigga a footy, take you one step beyond. They try to play you twice. The third time is the charm. You want to conversate with the writer of the Quran? Uh-oh, testament. Don't testament. I know what y'all thinking, dick. Pause. Your future's my past. I've been here before. I know when you're scheming. I feel when you plot. And I got mental vision, intuition. I know where you're going. I read your mind's navigational system. Everybody whispering. Whispering. Streets is talking. Niggas is gossiping. Bitches calling your shit. What's the cause of it? I need to know. With a bodyguard, that means police is watching. And I only use his weight to keep my clock in. But when shit goes down, you know who's doing the popping. And if you don't know, guess who's doing the dropping? S dot again. Y'all got him in a bad mood. Bad mood. That's bad news. How many times have I got to prove? How many loved ones have you got to lose? Before you realize that it's probably true. Whatever Jigga say, Jigga probably do. Shit, I paid my dues. I made the news. I came in the door for Dolo Blaze the crew. And the streets say Jigga can't go back home. You know when I heard that? When I was back home. I'm comfortable, dog. Brooklyn to Rome. Or any Martin Luther. Don't part with your future. Don't ever question if I got the heart to shoot ya. The answer is simply too dark for the user. And as a snot nose, they said that he got flows. But will he be able to drop those before the cops close in? But the shots froze him. And he's dead and gone from what the block has spoken. My God, everybody's stressing. Who's his baby's mom? Who we got pregnant? Let me tell you, uh. Streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know When the streets is talking, niggas is gossiping Bitches all in your shit, what's the cause of it? I need to know Murder in the hall, if you must know I lost my pops when I was 11, 12 years old He's probably somewhere where the liquor's taking its toll But I ain't mad at you, Dad, holla at your land I grew up watching snowflakes, the niggas that was probate The stress to take a young nigga, give him an old face All I did was smoke joke, think and drink Cop came and complained, front row watch game I seen niggas before me, with a chance to write their own script Slip up and change the story I seen young niggas go out in a blaze of glory before reaching puberty, scared a nigga truthfully I took tricks with so much shit in the wick That if the cops pulled us over, the dog would get sick Sniff, smell me nigga, derail me nigga Minus the rumors, holla if you feel me nigga The streets is not only watching, but they talking now Shit, they got me circling the block before I'm parking now Don't get it twisted, I ain't bitching, I'm just cautious now Sub, under the parker, extra cautious now Hit a six seed up, you fell out of your dent I get word through the street like Bell and Express. I feel a vibe and I hear the rumors. But fuck it, I'm still alive and I'm still in June. I know that's a law. Niggas wanna press me. Put my back to the wall. But press your buck pipes, I know I'm. This 
the streets to know you can love me. You see me, can't be me. With a twist of hip hop from a street perspective, it's Wild Out Wednesday. I'm your host, Dale Bush. We got T Ross, Donald the God, Ice, and you already know. When the wheels are still, OG the fuck. We in the building, man. With the deal, T. Rizzy. Hey, what it do? What we doing this wild with? It's a new month. It's a new month, new man. New birthday is going around. Gotta love it, man. Yeah, let's wild out, man. You see, see they let your boy see Nash go. Oh, you knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. And what's going on? What's going on with these eagles? They going to continue to fly high? Fly high, eagles, fly high. What's going on, big brother, boo? Talk to me. What's happening this evening? Oh, man. All I know is we in the building, baby. Let's get this show started. Let's start with the amateurs first. The first poll of the college football playoff has come out. The top five, which was shocking to me, Tennessee is one, Ohio State two, Georgia three, Clemson four, Michigan five. Did the playoff committee get it right, T. Rizzi? Uh, Clemson. I, I mean, I know Clemson and Debo over there. You know, they they continue to find ways to win, and that's what you have to do in this here situation. You got to find ways to win. You got to have players who know how to do the damn fool. You know what I mean? So, uh, for for Clemson to be the team in the weakest division out of the Power Five to be still there. Uh, yeah, I told you Wake Forest was going to um, give them their hands full, and they definitely did. They went into overtime where Wake Forest wasn't able to, you know, pull through. But, yeah, man, that's the only team. Everybody else I'm cool with. We already knew once Alabama lost to Tennessee where Tennessee ended up. Uh, so, for me, I'm not surprised, but I just don't like Clemson being there. Are you surprised or that's how it's supposed to be? Straight. I think that the committee had a knee-jerk reaction on just the body of work early of what Tennessee has done. They had the best strength of schedule out of those top five, not knocking that. They beat Kentucky handily at home. They beat Alabama at home. And I'm not surprised at that. But I just don't like that because they beat the mighty Alabama. You just christen them as the number one team in America at this time. I don't like that because they beat Alabama. Oh, they're the best team in the country because they beat Alabama? Yes. Because they going in, And this is the thing. And listen to this. This is the thing about Alabama. So much pressure is on them to me because if they don't win a national championship, Young, as your quarterback, I think that's a failure. I do. I think it's a failure. But we will see. 
but we know how the Clay College College football plays out. Whenever we have a question, it's answered the following week. We will see if Georgia or Tennessee is real. We're going to see if they're real. We're going to see if LSU is real. They play Alabama, and Alabama has to go down to Death Valley and play LSU. We're about to see if teams are real. We are. Who do you got rolling those two big games? Do you have Tennessee or Georgia? You know, I'm going to go with Brady Champ because it's just something about them. And I don't want to say when you begin to when you begin to see people in your conference continue to bring home championship after championship, you become, you know, it's a copycat league. So if you can't get number one, you definitely go get number two. Uh, so where Georgia's position, they got a lot of great players. They up their view as far as recruiting goes and Texas A&M. So it's only fitting that I would want to say that Georgia uh, has the upper hand, but Tennessee and Mr. Hendon look really good. I ain't mad. Uh, I'm going to give it to Georgia, even though Tennessee, you know, has newly got this top ranking. Uh, but, yeah, we going to see. And then as far as the other game goes, you know, Alabama is not going to take a backseat anymore during this season. They're about to beat the brakes off the LSU. I'm sorry, but it's going down like that. Y'all know Chip Kelly can't beat no damn Nick Saban and the rolling tide. Come on, man. They struggle week one against your team. Ha! Talk to me, boo. Right. What's going to happen? I have my man Hooker over there at, at, at Tennessee. We're going to see if he's for real against that ferocious defense. This is the first time in a long time we've seen the number one defense in a college football against the number one offense outside of a playoff or, or, or a conference championship. I'm surprised that TCU didn't get, a, get, get some votes. Hey, they're playing in a in – and in, in, listen – Let's stop talking about these conferences because teams are jumping conferences just to get in a college playoff or this and that. So I'm not going to give the reputation of, oh, the SEC the best conference or the Big Ten the best conference. It's come down to teams now. I'm going with Georgia at home, and I'm going with LSU to knock off Alabama. I don't think Alabama's that same team anymore. Do I think LSU? I'm taking, listen, they have LSU giving giving 13 points. I'm going to go with the bookies. I'm not going straight up. It's going to be closer to what we think. (laughs) Yeah, money talks. Yeah, I'm with that, but come on, man. Now, Ro, before we get to the break, Something happened in the big house Saturday. Michigan, Michigan State, in a tunnel. It's one. It's only one tunnel. 
It's like the projects. One way in, one way out. Starting cornerback for Michigan. Got, as we say in the streets, you got jumped. You got beat down. By about six, seven players from Michigan State. And Jim Harbaugh wants to press charges against these guys. They've been suspended indefinitely. Um, Do you think that Michigan need to make some changes with the tunnel, with the tunnel, with the tunnel issue? And do you think that those players should be put uh, be put to uh, criminal charges against them? Do you think that's criminal charges? Those ain't criminal charges. That's in the heat of the moment. We just got our ass kicked, and we got to walk through the same tunnel that we just ran out behind you. Nah, that ain't going to work. That ain't going to work. So, for me, I'm not mad at Michigan State. I'm mad at Michigan and and, and John Harbaugh. You just going to let that little, I ain't going to call him little, but you just going to let that young man just stand over there and get whooped by a cloud of snow? Come on, man. That wasn't cool at all. But, once again, you got to know your surroundings. Just because you was in the big house, you didn't think them boys could put hands on you? You are the dummy. You should have stayed back with your homeboy. It ain't like you can fight 98 players. Once you in, come on, man. You saw the stampede in South Korea. Once the stampede gets to going, you can't stop it. So whoever's slapping you and kicking you, you don't know who it is. Nowadays, it's just 100,000 cameras everywhere that catch you off guard. So, no criminal charges. It's part of the game. You know? But then again, you know, number one, don't be stupid. And then wear your helmet and your mouthpiece. Why you over there thinking you fly with no helmet, just your uniform standing in a whole bunch of enemy territory? That don't make sense. That don't make sense. So, yeah, it's bad, but no criminal charges. Gotta let it ride. Be a little bit smarter. God bless. Be a little bit smarter. Know your surroundings. Know your surroundings. Talk to me, big brother. <laughs> Criminal charges. I'm kind of, I'm kind of split with this. Cause what you just said, I want to, I want to say this. These are young men. These are guys that are 20, 21, 22 years old or younger. Emotional highs. They just got beat down, and the Michigan player is talking a lot. And what do you expect? You knew that John Harbaugh was going to, excuse me, yes, Jim Harbaugh was going to take it this far because it's Michigan State. Let it have been Minnesota. He wouldn't have said nothing. Let it have been Purdue. He wouldn't have said nothing. But it's Michigan State. And yeah. that being said, he has to do his job. But I'm I wanna know where are the assistant coaches for Michigan to make sure that these things don't happen. There needs to be Slow something done with the tunnel because this happens a lot with Michigan. They've got into it with Ohio State players, they've got into it with Notre Dame players in the past. This is an issue that needs to get better and they need to do something about it in Ann Arbor. They do. They have to do something about that. 
Now, we need to give those young boys a chance. We need to give them a chance, and we have to let them. Mm. I'm going to say this again. Celebrated, rushing to the block, cause I wanna get sick. 
to the sky. Two to the first, just call me that pro fly. The mingles and dimes, the twenties and fifties, the first be the day for the dope man. Slinging that cocaine food. And I'm working late tonight. And all the things we love in the food. Still got the rock for them. It's the streets of talk, the sports talk show. With a twist of hip-hop from a street perspective. It's Wild Out Wednesday. It's the dream team. We in the building, baby. We just talking college football, playoffs. Do you think Michigan needs to win out to get in? They have to be Ohio State. Their resume doesn't look good. Georgia, we thought was number one, bro. But I guess committee said, hey, you had a scare against Missouri and Kent State. So you're three. And Tennessee, you did against Alabama. And you throttled Kentucky right after that. But we'll see this week. We'll see if they're the real deal Holyfield. Now, let's talk week eight. Hey, shout out to my man, Bujo. I see you, baby. I know you want to get in. I can't wait. Week eight, row. Big games were played. Hey, also, the trade deadline was yesterday. I'm going to ask you a couple questions about that. But let's get into week eight, Ro. Which teams to you had a great weekend? What's the, what game surprised you this weekend? I'm going to say the Eagles. They're not surprising, but they just keep beating people down. So I'm really got my eye on the Eagles. And you know I get to see them beat up close and personal. Thank you. So I can't wait for that one. Uh, another team, Miami. That's that's really surprising. That boy, too, might be a little bit better than what I'm giving him credit for. Lord knows I don't want him to get hurt again because uh, I'm really afraid of what he's going to end up looking like or deforming into. Uh, but, yeah, real hot. Um, and number three, the Browns. Yeah, what the? I didn't even, I wasn't going to even talk about the Browns today. But, damn, when you go – and just bring the bunny cats to the crib, let them in, and then just bite on that backside, blank them like it ain't nothing. Oh, my. <laughs> Beat them down the last eight times you done seen them at the crib. I mean, come on, man. What is going on? And please, what happened on Halloween night? I just think it was the ghost of Goblin. I don't know, man. I still don't understand how they did that. They put up some points. And then I almost tried to put, man, they tried to, come on, man. Y'all was about to just blank Joe Burrows like that? Yeah. Jamar Chase, you better hurry up and get help. They need your ass. <laughs> but wait, give me three of them, baby. The first one I'm going to give you, Ro, is the Las Vegas Raiders. Went to the Big Easy and got throttled and shut out. Devontae Adams hey, only had uh, three targets total. Is Josh, is, is Daniels 
Is McDaniel's just a coordinator? Because it doesn't look like he's able to lead a grown uh, a leader of men. I'm very skeptical. And my man, Trizzy Trey, who down there in AZ, he loved those Raiders. I'm looking at the Raiders, and I'm seeing that I don't know if that coach is the right fit for that group of men. You have all that talent. And it looks like Derek Carr is a we, – we thought he was top ten when the season started. I lied, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Those guys look like they're the bottom. They bottom feeders. My second game, and I just want to know: is the is is the thrill is gone with the New York Giants, the Seattle Seahawks? I just want to know. Yeah, you can have a hiccup here and there, but is the Giants for real? I know it's eight games in. They're six and two. They lost to the Cowboys. They lost to Seattle. They lost to five hundred ball clubs. But can they prevail and make it to the playoffs? Because it's tough, and especially just in that division. The third game, you hit it. You said it. I guess we got to go with that one that happened on Monday night. The Browns were clicking on all cylinders. I'm going to say this. My man Stefanski reminds me of Jim Harbaugh. He outsmarts himself (laughs) sometimes. He did a flea flicker with Amari Cooper, who ain't never threw the ball. I ain't never seen him throw it. And threw it right to the other team. Stefanski, you need to slow down and execute what you do well. And what is that? Continue to run the ball and don't put too much on Brissett's plate. Give him some plays that you did and you found Amari Cooper as you should because he's the best receiver on your team. And, again, I'm still calling for Joe Wood's head. You had one good game. What you want me to applaud you? The Cincinnati Bengals offensive line is security guards for your local club. They're MVC, nothing but garbage. So I'm supposed to applaud you for that. But what I am going to applaud you for, because I don't want to be negative nasty, and they won a game, you start doing some different things. You answer fans, wildcat with Chubb. You start blitzing on defense. I hope that's the momentum moving forward. They have a bike, and they got to go down to South Florida, and and I want to see what they do against those that skill set. Because one thing about Miami, their game plan is to get the ball out early. See, Cincinnati's game plan isn't isn't to get the ball out early, to get the ball down the field to those weapons. See it with Miami, it's about racks. So we'll see with the Browns who move forward. Great momentum. This might propel them. This might put them in position to make a run when Watson comes back. So those are my three games. Let me ask you this, Rose, a lot of trades. What are two trades that you thought would move the needle for that team to make a great playoff run and, and, and maybe a legit Super Bowl run? Uh, to be honest with you, I only had one in mind, and, boy, I was looking real hard because – when I heard it, when I heard the news, I thought it was really going, I thought there was a real possibility it could happen. 
but they were talking about OBJ might want to sign with the boys. And I was like, oh, damn, that would be very nice. That would be very nice. But uh, since that didn't fall through, uh, I wish him well, and I hope he's, uh, you know, coming back real good from the injury. But I'm going to say that the Dolphins, man, they keep adding, like, little key pieces to the defense and to little places where you don't expect, and then all of a sudden, when you when you see them show up, you're like, damn. But the biggest one of them all, come on, man, it's only it's only one story that we can talk about as far as trade being the biggest one that can make an impact right now. Mr. McCaffrey going to the San Francisco 49ers is the biggest uh, trade information going on right now, man, because the way that he's played, not only in just the first game, but you saw him in the second game. Hell, he only played in the first game after two days worth of practice. He got seven days in, and you've seen what happened. So I, I'm looking out for them 49 man, dang, why'd you have to go there out of all places? You could have went anywhere. Damn, you, you should have went to the Broncos. You saw him. But, yeah, yeah, good old man. That's a good one for me. But, yeah, the Dolphins, I got my eyes on them, too. Yeah. Who, who, which two got you, big brother? Because I know it's a, it's a handful of them out there going down. But you I'm surprised. I'm going to tell you, one one thing that I'm surprised at, that they didn't pull the trigger, Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns didn't pull the trigger on some, on a need that they had. They, they had a situation where they need a linebacker, and you see who the best linebacker out there, he went to your arch rival, my man Roland Smith. The Browns needed that linebacker. They should have traded for him. And, hey, listen, if you're trying to, you know, make a run, we don't need a pass. You're still trying to win. So I think the Browns should should have really looked into that and maybe uh, thought about that. But the Ravens, they just sold up their defense that they needed a playmaker uh, and somebody to slow slow down Uh, the other teams. That was a great pickup. Uh, by the Ravens. Great pickup by the Ravens. I know the Browns are fighting their nails with him involved coming up because they know they got to play the Browns again. They know they got to play the Browns again, and they know they're going to get a lot of chug. They know they are. So, though that's the trade. That's the what the, my, the trade that I was that I was looking back looking at, and you know the other trade, my man Hutch, uh, my man Hutchinson from, I mean Holliswire from Detroit to Minnesota. Ooh, yeah. that tight end with yeah, him, exactly. and let's not let's not. They're under the radar right now. They only lost one game, and them picking him up, that was a big pickup. And also, Naheem Hines. Remember that name. He just got traded from Indianapolis to the Buffalo Bills. He's a home run hitter. He's a running back. He can go in the slot. He can do a lot of things. Hey, listen, that's what I'm looking at. Okay? I'm looking at that. And and, and another thing, conceding a season trading tub? 
after you just traded all, trade all those picks, <laughs> after you traded all those trade picks somebody. to Russell Wilson, are you conceding the season? I just want to know. I want to ask Denver Denver Broncos fans. <laughs> are you conceding the right season? There ain't nowhere to be found. I can't find the Broncos nowhere. Normally, you'll see a number oh. seven jersey walking around somewhere. Oh, I oh I know somebody who's a Broncos fan. I'm waiting for him to fly me a kite so he can get on and tell me that the Broncos are okay without him. Because that's uh, the only no. way they stayed in the games because of the defense. So I really want to see what's going to happen with them. Before we go to break, I just want to ask you, Ro. We had a death the other day in the rap game, another one of violence. And I want to ask you this. Just like the era, has the rap game changed? Is that the most hazardous occupation you can have in the world today? Before we go to break, group, I just want to ask you, where are we going with this? Man, man rest in peace to my dude, take off from the Migos. Uh, for those that, that, that haven't been informed, we lost one. And we lost him simply over a dice game that he really wasn't even involved in. You know, and then come to find out that it was one of his own man's in him? Dang. Uh, yeah, man, right now it could be the worst occupation any person could have as far as, you know, wanting to live that life. Oh, man, that was something that shouldn't have never happened. How it happened still unexplainable. But yet, we uh, we we know the deal being in the streets. It is just the game that we play. So, uh, yeah, man, it's, it's, it's rough, bro. Besides that, working at the White House and being a teacher, I ain't worried about y'all, but, you know, for some of my other ones, man. about what you do in the street. 
See, this is the thing. You talking about that, these young boys, they want to see if you really do it. And guess what? Some of these young boys is cool with going to jail saying, I killed a rapper. I killed Pop Smoke. I killed my mans and them up in Cali at the Roscoe joint. They're cool with that. See, I'm going to challenge people like you and me, the OGs. What are we teaching? We ain't teaching nothing. Ain't no leadership going on. Ain't nobody holding nobody accountable. And we have to understand what's really happening right now in the world, especially in our urban community. Some of these young men don't love themselves dying and having 500 people at their at they funeral with their name on it, with their face and their name on the T-shirt. They thinking about, oh, if I try to get all the love I'm going to get. Instead of us loving them now and letting them know those are some bad situations and bad things that you're doing. That you're doing. We have to take control of this situation. We have to because it's getting out of control. And, again, I go back to it, and it begins with a capital L. It's called leadership. Who's going to be a leader and step up in that community? Yay tried. But you see what they did to Yay. When we come yeah. back. Hey man, I just want don't forget, world, you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Street! Yellow Ferrari like Pikachu. I got on waiting and watching what he gon' do. Tryna pee what I do, tryna steal my moves. 2500 for a new pair of tennis shoes. The same price I can make them young come and finish you. Lawyer being charged, he a Jewish like his voodoo. Real dope boy, 100,000 in his visa. President's a 10 slide by, we don't see you. I been getting money, I ain't worried about what he do. I'm getting money like off from the ages. Man, Dre by the drop, man, this shit gon' go crazy. They know I'm the truth, coming straight from the basement. I'm straight as a street, man, I come from the pavement. A million and hundreds, it make them go crazy. Wham, 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 bitch on the baby. Brand new whip, got no keys. Tell them my clothes, no stash, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like, yes, indeed. Me and my dog going off the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to have. Brand new whip, got no keys. Tell them my clothes, no stash, please. Soon as I nut, you can go leave. Got M's in the bank, like, yes, indeed. Me and my dog going off the way. When you're living like this, they supposed to have. When you live it like us, they supposed to hate. It's the streets, man. And we talking. Give us a call. 515-605-9750 with a twist of hip hop. Another thing I'm 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 so enamored by. I look at social media pages and everybody saw, man, that was my man. And put his, you know, things up on him. 
What about your mans and them in your neighborhood, in your community? Why you ain't putting him or her on your Facebook or on your IG page? See, that's what I'm enamored about. We act like we didn't have a cocktail or been at, at Takeoff's Barbecue. We cry when these guys die. I may be at fault because when Kobe Bryant passed away, I felt a way. Like he was part of my family. I felt a way. Did I shed a tear? No. But I felt a way. And I had to catch myself. Because I always tell youngins, appreciate the talent. You don't know these guys personally. Let him rest in peace, but let's concentrate on our youngins and the people around us so they won't keep making these ill-advised mistakes and thinking that it's cool. They want to be monkeys and want to be gorillas. Speaking of that, let's talk NBA. Somebody got whacked yesterday, and it was Steve Nash. He won the other night against Indiana, but the general manager said it was a mutual decision. I want to ask you, Ro, was it deservingly so? Steve Nash being fired. Will the Nets be better? And who do you think is the candidate moving forward? There's grumblings, and I'll talk about that after your take. Um, man, shout out to Steve Nash. Yeah, I ain't going to say it was deserving because the man won damn near 100 games in two and a half years uh, with with just a squad that didn't even listen to him. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not going to put it all on Steve Nash. We all saw this coming. It's the new generation, big brother. You get, man, they get paid way more than Steve Nash will ever get paid. You know what I'm saying? And so they had a way of, I mean, come on, man. The two guys leading the pack, and then you get another third wheeler who don't really play. I mean, he looking worse than he did when he was in Philly. You know what I mean? So it's one of those things where, yeah, Steve Nash had to get out of that that situation, man. That, that, was, that was not a good situation. And you can tell we're only eight games into the season. And, I mean, they're not the worst team in the league, but they down there, you know. So, it's just, it's just one of those things, bro, you have to look from the – you got to be on the inside to understand what, what was going on. All the noise that KD and Kyrie made this summer, you knew Steve Nash wasn't going to last. You already knew it. So, uh, it is what it is. The new coach, though, we already know who go, who the new coach gonna be. We know it ain't gonna be Jack Vaughn. We know it's gonna be Ume Ustoka. <laughs> the freak just gotta keep his he gotta keep his thing in his pants, man. He can't be just mobbing all over this. You know, he can't be wilding out in Brooklyn. Now, I mean, I take that back because it's a different breed in Brooklyn. You just can't be messing with the organization. <laughs> so, 
with that being said, you know, yeah, we know you uh, struggle will be the next coach for Brooklyn. He won't coach this year, but he'll be ready when he returns. You can best believe that. I believe that, hell, the whole Brooklyn organization have more respect for you uh, struggle than, than when he was the coach of the Boston Celtics. So when they really get their hands on him, you know what time it is. For me, I'm going to end it with this, boo. Uh, I don't want nobody to be mad at me, but everybody knows Sean Marks. Uh, I mean, you know, he made his way through the NBA, and now he's he's the top dog for the Brooklyn Nets. I think that was a handout job for Steve Nash, probably one of his first choices, Sean Marks, I'm speaking of, uh, as giving Steve Nash a – a shot at being a head coach with really no experience of being a head coach. So, um, yeah, man, um, it didn't work out. Maybe Steve Nash was getting an assistant job up under Pop. Pop can teach him some things, and then he can grow from that. But, yeah, as of right now, yeah, man, it is what it is. We saw it come this way. Are you surprised? Come on, man. This ain't no surprise. We knew this shit was coming. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think it was going to be eight games. Yeah, they could have gave 20. <laughs> they could have gave 10. <laughs> Damn. Eight games? Yeah, man, that's, that's rough. Ben Simmons, you ain't shit. I thought you were hard. You you did all that. But shoot the damn ball, homeboy. Boo me. Boo fucking. Was it deserving of Steve Nash being fired? I know it was a mutual decision. They always say it's mutual. But was it deserving? Was it deserving for Steve Nash to get act like that? It was deservingly in June, in May, when they lost to the Boston Celtics, and you saw that he was over his head. He didn't come up with any. You saw he didn't come up with any defensive adjustments. His adjustment was play KD more on offense. You mean to tell me he couldn't run anything, no play or anything to get KD open? We knew Steve Nash should have been fired after the sweep. They were the only team to get swept in the playoffs last year. Yes, he should have been fired. I don't think he should have even got the job. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> Moving forward, Joel <laughs> can make a difference. Who knows? And let's remember, Sean Marks is from San Antonio, so he has history with Edoka. Should have hired him in the first place. He was an assistant under Steve Nash in 20. 21 season. You should have hired him. So you have history with him. So you know his. You know what he do on and off the court. You've had so much experience with him, Sean Marks, so you know. Does this move the needle for the Brooklyn Nets? We'll see. But I tell you, I tell you one thing. Ben Simmons shows you what some guys do once they get the bag. They just play just to play. He's not playing to no. get better or to win. There's no, no he he's look, out there he like to me. Want me to be honest? Want me to be honest with you, Ro? And it's the streets. And you and I play. We played this game. We did. We didn't make it to the NBA, but we play high level college basketball. High level high school yes, basketball. Sir. I think. Ben Simmons is fouling out on purpose. 
I think Ben Simmons really don't want to play. I think Ben Simmons should should void the rest of his contract, live off what he has, and retire and go back to Australia. But that's me. It doesn't make sense. It looks like he's lost, like he just forgot how to play basketball. So when you say take the bag, indeed. I'm very – and listen to this, Ro. Two things is going to happen in Brooklyn, and I guess what I call them. I don't call them the Brooklyn Nets. I call it the Brooklyn Uh-oh. Zoo. <laughs> because you can't win when it's that toxic. You can have all – you can have out-season out toxic, and when I say that, I'm saying in the summertime. But you can't have end season toxic things like that. And you see and you see Kyrie Irving is trying to cover his ass, donating five hundred thousand dollars to to to, to anti uh organizations against, you know, uh racism and all that kind of stuff. You see what he's trying to do? But let me ask you this, Ro. What NBA, what's a couple NBA teams, one in the East, I say two in the East, two in the West, that's surprising you so far in the NBA? I know we're only eight eight games in, but I just want to know, who's surprising you so far? Uh, it's definitely got to be the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns are 6-1 right now. How they 6-1, I really don't even know, but it's good to see. Because, as you know, as long as the teams are winning out here, everything is kosher. And uh, everywhere you go, it's live, everybody excited. If only the Cardinals could could put a two-game win streak together, man, this would be the most beautiful place on earth. So, uh, honestly, I love the Phoenix Suns. I love what they're doing. Uh, Number two, man, listen. I, I, I'm not being biased here, but my guy, that guy that wore a double seven, <laughs> Asian double seven seven, boy, look at here. <laughs> Say, man, when you can average, man, almost 40 a night, giving it to these boys like it ain't nothing, You, know, I don't know how he does it, being so young, he look like a baby dirt. <laughs> they going to start stealing his style, but, man, listen. Dallas and my man, my man Luca, man, if he could just stay, if we could pick up a piece, we'll be all right. We need one more piece to help Luca. If we can get that, I think we're going to be headed in the right direction. That's just for the West. In the East, I'm with you. Is Cleveland for real? Because I already knew what Spider was going to bring to the table. But damn. Ooh, y'all got Ed Karras, LeVert going crazy. I mean, it's just really looking good over there. Uh, and another team, I, I'm I'm gonna stick with them this year. I keep I keep fading on your boys, but I'm gonna try to keep up with them, dog. I like the New York Knicks, man. I don't know why they start out like this every year. Have y'all hype this shit and then get you to the playoffs and let you down. Like man, but man, look, them knickerbockers, man. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a, the arena, but every time you watching them, you just like, 
I want to play in that. Well, I need to be, I need to be in the garden. And man, those are my four teams, East and West. For right now, I'm impressed with Golden State because they doing it, you know, slowly but surely. Everybody knows that they've the ones to 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 mark your bar of where you're at already. And so, you know, for them to just be hanging out and still be above 500. Yeah, the Lakers, y'all suck. I don't want to hear none of that shit. You talk about playing just to play for a check. Don't get me wrong. I ain't calling him out, but I know LeBron, a real true, you know, he, he, he does this thing for real. But come on, man. Take some games off, man. Y'all lose it like this. You may as well rest. We know you go get the record, man. So you might as well take some games off, LeBron. Come on, Kane. Y'all over there bullshit. <laughs> Boo me. Who's your hot teams in the East and the West, man, so far? Who the coach your eye? I'm going to tell you who caught my eye. And I recall last year, they started off slow, but they built up some steam later in the season. But they just putting their hand down to let you know Barring injury, we still the we still the beast in the East, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. They're they're impressive. They're the only undefeated team in the NBA right now, and I know it's early, but they just look so dominant. They look so deep. They look like they 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 ready to make that run. And listen, it's another team, and who knows if they fizzle out? But they're five hundred right now. I'm going to say the Washington Wizards. And they're doing it with a committee. Kyle Kuzma, Porzingis, Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal had 29 the other night. And they beat the Philadelphia 76ers. And I'm going to tell you two disappointing teams for me in the East. And that's the Philadelphia 76ers starting off. This might be a trend. (laughs) And they might be in the play-in. And the Miami Heat. Those two teams better get it together or these young teams are going to come and surpass them, and you're going to see them in a play-in. Play because Toronto ain't yeah. playing with them young boys. Atlanta ain't playing with them young boys. And Washington's not playing. So you other teams, Brooklyn, we know they in, 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 in shambles. But Miami <laughs> and Philly, very, very surprised. In, my, in the West, I'm going to say this. I didn't think Utah would start off 6-2 and two with all the moves that they made. I didn't think they yeah. would start off like that. San Antonio surprising yeah. me. They're five and two. Yes, I'm surprised. I know Pop's a great hell of a coach. I was surprised. Who did? Who's the marquee name you know over in San Antonio? Nobody. <laughs> period. Street. <laughs> okay. I know they're five hundred. They're four and four. And I saw them play just a little bit because I don't get caught up in the NBA too much early on. But, I, but because we the streets and I got to watch some of these games, the Minnesota Timberwolves, why did you pick Why did you pick up Rudy Gobert? You picked him up for defense. And he's been doing this for years. I don't know why nobody's made the changes or told him, either you do this or you're going to sit the bench. He continues <laughs> to go <laughs> under the screen and let <laughs> He continues to go under the screen and let the person who has the ball just have an open look. 
Rudy, when are you going to pop out and start guarding these somebody? Are you still embarrassed over how Steve, I mean, Stephen Curry put you on skates and it just embarrassed <laughs> you and you don't want to guard nobody no more? Let me know. I see Trey Young, too. Please. <laughs> I just want to know. I want to know. Yeah, so I'm going that route, and I'm going to say this before we go to the break. I don't feel sorry for Kevin Durant. I don't feel sorry for <laughs> LeBron James because you asked for all these things. You asked for Tyreek. You co-signed for Steve Nash. You asked for Russell Westbrook, LeBron, and you traded damn near everything to get uh, Anthony Davis. A.D. <laughs> so I don't feel sorry for you guys. Oh, man. You're not wasting your talent. You you the one who picked the talent. <laughs> Street. You the one who did that. When we come back, we're going to get in the oh, asylum, yeah. man. We're going to see who's going to get in, man, and holler at us, man. It's the Streets of Talk and Sports Talk Show with a switch of hip-hop. We on every Wednesday, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You better tell a friend. You tell a friend. Tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Tell a whole lot. home sweet home. With personalities flashing, chrome meets chrome. Coke prices up and down like it's Wall Street home. But this is worse than the Dow Jones. Your brains are now blown all over that brown brome. One slip, you are now gone. Welcome to hell where you are. Welcome to sell. But when the shells come, you better return them. All scars, we earn them. All cars, we learn them like the back of our hand. We watch the cops hopping out the back of van. Wear a G on my chest, I don't need that for damn. This ain't a stone outfit, Holmes Holmes is about it. Was clapping them flamers before I became famous. For playing me, y'all shall forever remain nameless. I am home. Sure I do. I tell you the difference between me and them. They trying to get they ones, I'm trying to get them M's. One million, two million, three million, four. In just five years, 40 million more. You are now looking at the 40 million boy. I'm raping them jam till I'm the 100 million man. R-O-C. That's where you're wrong. I came into this motherfucker 100 grand strong. Nine to be exact, from grinding G-packs. Put this shit in motion, ain't no rewinding me back Could make 40 off a brick, but one rhyme could beat that And if somebody would have told him that hoe would sell clothing Not in this lifetime, wasn't in my right mind That's another difference that's between me and them I smarten up, open the market up One million, two million, three million, four In 18 months, 80 million more Now add that number up with the one I said before you are now looking at one smart black boy. Mama ain't raised no fool. Put me anywhere on God's green earth. I triple my worth, motherfucker. I will not lose. Put something on it. I sell ice in the winter. I sell fire in hell. I am a hustler, baby. I sell water to a well. I was born to get cake. Move on and switch states. Chop the coop with the roof gone and switch plates. Was born to dictate. Never follow orders, dick face. Get your shit straight. Fuck all this is Big J. Ah. <laughs> Will not lose ever. Fuck up.
with it, Twisted Hip Hop, from a street perspective. It's Wild Out Wednesday. You got the Dream Team with you, L Boogie, C Rizzy, Ice E, Styles of God, and OG the Buck. We in the building, baby. We've been talking college football playoffs. Tennessee 1, O-State 2, Clemson, excuse me, Georgia 3, Clemson 4, and who peeking through the window. Wow. What's out now? Michigan at 5. That's your top 5. Committee get it right. If Alabama beats Tennessee Saturday, do they hop in the top Four, does Tennessee drop out or does Clemson drop out? Very interesting. We've been talking NFL. What's the top games of week eight? We had some big ones. We had some NFL big trades, man. Who moved the needle for their for the respective teams? Everybody's saying that tub move to Miami might have propelled them. I don't think so. But who am I? I'm just Boogie, man. I'm just El Boogie. It's that time, man. We about to get in the asylum. Let me. Hey, hey, Harv. I see Coach that you talked him up. He in the building, Harv. He's in the building. But, man, let's get to my man. Oh, he hung up, Harv. He hung up. He heard his name. <laughs> but, hey, man. All-time caller, all-time oh, listener. Let's get to my man P. AP Takeoff got got uh, murdered the other day. Been talking about that. We've been talking about the kids from Michigan State being suspended for breaking the nose or the jaw of the Michigan player. Now, was he provoked? Maybe. Are the kids wrong? Maybe. Did they get another chance? I'm asking you. The Michigan do something about that tunnel. It's been a lot of scuffles in that tunnel over the years. We've been talking NBA. Your surprising team. What's going on with Ben Simmons? That's the top. That's the that's the hottest thing going. What's up with Simmons? He's back. And we're talking about Steve Nash. Did he have gotten fired? Did they pull the plug too soon? Or did they pull it too late instead of did it over the summer? It's the streets. P, you on the line. You in the building, baby. We in the building, you? baby. What's going on, gentlemen? <laughs> Boogie, I am not about to let you get off easy. You're not about to just sit there. You know. I'm just Boogie. Who am I? <laughs> nah, I'm not about to let you get off like that. No. No way. All right. First. My deepest condolences to take our family. Whenever I see these situations where it's unfortunate that an entertainer gets killed in a sad situation where, honestly, he really didn't even have nothing to do with it. And it was unfortunate that it was a straight bullet and he got hit multiple times, you know. But I don't want to sit there and blame it on music or nothing like that because, again, rap music been like this like since way before this time, so I'm not going to blame it on that. Gun violence just, I mean, it just happens in this community. I mean, and our, it's like, I want to say our 
community, our black community, we 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 I guess instill that culture, that rap culture in our in 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 our black culture, which makes it hard to I guess get to some of the youth when you in these environments and it's like this is basically the people that you grew up around, like grown ups, like who really ain't gonna tell the youth no better, you know. They just gonna try to make them, you know, into the next you know, into the next person that they are. But I just really be thinking of these people's families, like, when this tragedy be happening, because I'd be like, damn, like, he got kids, he got a whole, you know, wife or, or girlfriend, you know what I mean? And, and I know it'd be eating up those families, you know, to, to see their loved ones, you know, with these days and social media and people posting videos of the tragic event and posting pictures of it, you know, it's just hard to even process stuff like that. I know Quavo trying to process it like, you know, like he got into an argument and now all of a sudden like his, you know, one of his family members is gone. Like, I don't know how he processes that. You know, it's just a tough situation. Like, I, again, I don't idolize none of these people. I just really just feel deeply for the families that's involved and the people that have to go through the grief because I know it's going to be a hard thing to, you know, get over. Like, knowing that this man was really just killed over nothing really over nothing, like nothing serious. Like he didn't, he didn't get into it with anybody. He didn't say anything to anybody. He just was just wrong place, wrong time. You know what I mean? And it's unfortunate, you know? So my, my deepest condolences to his family. And I just pray that he rests easy, you know, and it's just tragic, but transitioning over the sports, you know, on a lighter topic for college football. I feel like the committee, I feel like they got it wrong. A little bit. I feel like even though Alabama oh, does have a loss, hold on though. Listen, hear me out though. Even though <laughs> Alabama does have a loss, their loss is to the number one ranked team in the country right now. Now, that being said, there's other teams that are undefeated. You can't really go against that, you know. But at the same time, it's like, how do you put them ahead of TCU who has? Arguably, they got three top 25 wins right now. They're undefeated. They're probably the best team in the, I say, in the Big 12. And their conference is one of the better conferences in the in the country. But, I mean, I feel like it's all going to play out when Georgia plays Tennessee. If Tennessee does lose, it's not going to take nothing away from them because, again, you beat Alabama, who everybody at the end of the day is going to feel like one of the top four teams in the country. And you lost to Georgia, who everybody feel like is, you know, one of the top, again, one of the top two teams in the country. So even if Tennessee lose, I mean, it's basically a win-win for them. I feel like they're going to be in the playoffs regardless because they they're going to have one of the better wins at the end of the season, and they're going to have a good record to, to match it. You know what I mean? So I feel like the committee is going to hold them in a high favor. But, again, it's all going to play out over this long season. I feel like none of these games going to matter that much except for these top games when, you know, it's – the SEC going against each other. I mean, obviously it's rivalry week, so you know it's a lot to play for. But uh, go to the uh, Michigan Michigan State situation. I I can't blame it on the tunnel. The tunnel's been there for years, and you know it's been plenty of teams I've walked that I walked down that same tunnel. You know, both as opponents and you know together. So I ain't gonna blame it on the tunnel. It's unfortunate that the players took it to that and really just put a bad image on the university, the rivalry, and just on the coaches, you know what I mean, and themselves in general, like, to 
to know that you possibly going to be charged for assaulting another player over again, something that might not even be that serious. You just they just took it to another level that it didn't even have to go to. And oh, unfortunately, no, United, it's serious. Oh, it's that serious. Yeah, it's wait definitely it's definitely team. serious. Wait the wait the whole show up. Oh, Lord. It's definitely serious, you know what I mean? That's why you see eight players gone from the program, you know? So it's unfortunate that that had to happen, you know, between those two great institutions, you know, and a rivalry that's been fairly, you know what I mean, fairly just like any other rivalry, you know? Nothing to take you know, nothing to take away from that incident, but I don't want to let that inc- that one bad, even though, I mean, because the optics are terrible, you know, I ain't going to put that, I'm not going to just brush it to the side like it was, something a light incident like it was tragic like you had players literally trying to beat a uh, beat another player with a helmet like with another a blunt object so i ain't gonna just brush it to the side but again i'm not gonna let one one situation like that you know tarnish the fact that it's been multiple years that this hasn't happened between these two programs and i at least you know let them handle it you know how they see fit Given that it hasn't been no 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 real problems in the past, you know, it's been a couple of chippiness, you know, but nothing too serious like this. But uh, yeah, I mean, one last thing was in the field. One last thing on the uh, not even on the college football thing, you know, because again, that's gonna play out how it play out. Before I go to the NFL, I told y'all the Phillies were gonna, you know, what I mean, possibly win this jump. And it's really looking like that, you know. They looking like they're gonna beat Houston. Unfortunately for all you Houston fans out there, I'm sorry. It's looking like you guys might go home because they look like they got all the power in the bats in the world. And it doesn't look like no bullpen, no pitchers on Houston is gonna stop the Phillies' run this year. So it's a great series, you know. Interesting to see them get five runs, you know what I mean, to start the game like that. To show that you know, hey, their bats travel home and away. You know, it's just tough to see. You know, Rusty not use that bullpen. You know that he really, you know, has banked on throughout the season and even in the uh, start of the playoffs. But yeah, going up to the NFL. I mean, you, you said, Boogie, I want to know something from you, right? Because down here, I'm an avid, you know, Dolphins fan. I watch them weekly, like y'all, you know, watch the Cleveland Browns. And I want to know how Chubb is not going. I, I want to know why you don't believe Chubb is not that big of an impact, given what they already have. You want you want you want me to tell you why? Yeah. Because he ain't gonna matter. The key to the Dolphins is going to be how Tua plays in playoff situations and experience. This is a quarterback-driven league. Yes, he will maybe put a little pressure on someone, but does he really move the needle? Show me. I don't. I don't. I didn't see him moving it for for for, for Denver. I didn't see fifty five out there moving it for Denver. I didn't see it was it was the young boy from Ohio State Uh-oh. getting to the quarterback. It's the it was the it was the secondary that setting guys down. I don't hear Chubb's name. Only Chubb I hear where it's 24 and he plays for the Cleveland Browns. This year, maybe a change of scenery. Maybe being in South Beach might revitalize him. But it's all on Tua. Okay. <clears throat> Let me counter you with that, right? 
So, <laughs> granted, we have one of the better. We ha- I ain't gonna sit there. I'm not gonna sit there and say that our defense hasn't, you know, regressed. You know, from the better defenses, you know, from the last like two years. But again, we don't create that much pressure. You know what I mean? Even with our front four that we do have. Now, granted, we have Ingram, we have Jalen Phillips, and I feel like for the most part throughout the season, we've just been like a split second late from getting that actual pressure, which, again, like you said, it's a quarterback league. It's all on tour, you know what I mean? But it never hurts to add another piece to that defensive line, just like the Eagles just did with Robert Quinn. And people sit there and say, well, again, he didn't do that much in Chicago this season. He only has like one sack, you know. But, again, it's like who you got around you. Like Bradley Chubb lost Von Miller. Von Miller went to the Rams and it was with Aaron Donald and Shine. And now he goes to the Bill where he got, you know what I mean, Ed Oliver and Gregory Rousseau. Like, you know what I mean, other good players. You know what I mean, it takes other good players around you. Like you said, he didn't really have that much on the defensive line anyway. They traded one of their best defensive linemen, Shelby Harris, to the freaking Seahawks. Like, they were operating with one of the better secondaries, but not really a good defensive line. Like Bradley Chubb and, like you said, that Ricky from Michigan was probably, like, the, the, be- the best thing they had on that defensive line. Nothing against all the other players, but, again, it's, you know, what you, what you got, you know, right next to you. And I feel like him having Christian Wilkins and Raekwon Davis and Zach Sealer, I feel like he got a good interior to where he ain't got to worry about that. All he got to do is just rush the passer. You know what I mean? And we ain't got to rely on just blitzing teams so much. Like, granted, it works, you know, when we can cover with Xavier Howard and Byron Jones. You know what I mean? But, again, I'm not trying to rely on that when I got to go play the Bills again in December. I mean, up in Buffalo, I'm trying to just get to the quarterback with, with the front four and let everybody else cover that cover that wide receiver court. Because I know they don't run the ball. They just show you they don't run it. They try to throw it 40 times a game. So, Rather than letting my secondary get beat, I like that they went and just added another edge rusher, somebody to at least help us, you know, give people who, who gas during the game. Because our defensive line be gas. Like, I don't want to minimize, you know, the, the pickup, you know. But, again, it's other players that were more valuable, I felt like, to other teams. Obviously, Christian McCaffrey, you know, he didn't get traded at the deadline. But I feel like we instantly saw, you know, what he could do. Now, obviously, Kyle Shanahan has to – walk that fine line of not overusing him before you actually get to, you know, the real games that matter in the playoffs, you know, and, you know, we've seen him become hurt when he does get up there in usage, you know, and granted, yes, they do have weapons. Jimmy Garoppolo, he can throw the ball sometimes, but I feel like it's going to really be on that defense and for them to continue getting healthy and continue to to, to hold opponents because, again, it's going to be, uh, I feel like, I don't know, Philly going through the NFC West, and you still got, you know what I mean, the Cowboys there, and I guess maybe the Giants, you know, and you still got Tennessee. Like, it's really going to rely. Like, they, they, they got a lot of pressure on them with this trade because, again, they looking at it like the Rams. Like, you know what I mean, forget them picks. We're just going to trade and, and hope this puts us over the top. Now, again, if it don't work, I mean, hey, that's for their fan base to work out, you know. But I felt like, you know, other pickups, I I don't know. I, I wanted to like that Chase Claypool to, to the Cleveland Bears because it gives, you know, Justin Fields another weapon. But it's like Claypool not even a good receiver to me. Like, he's just a big body receiver. And I guess, you know, I feel like Chicago don't really have an identity. They just go after players. Like, I guess they look at players that they had, like, in the old ages of that winning team, and they'd be like, all right, let's just make that same team 
in today's game. You know what I mean? That's why they drafted Roquan Smith because they wanted a middle linebacker. That's what they always have in their franchise, a middle linebacker. And what they do, they end up trading his ass because they don't want to pay him. You know what I mean? And then who they end up going with, the dude who end up going to Cleveland and then end up fizzling out. Uh, who was his name? Kelvin Benjamin. They end up drafting him like in the first round. And what they end up doing is like letting his ass go. Like he wasn't good. You know what I mean? All they do is get big body receivers who don't really work out or get scat backs or scat receivers that don't really do much. They try to get a tight end, but the tight ends really don't be that good, you know. So obviously it's a wait and see on some of these trades. I thought the TJ Hawkinson to the Vikings was huge, though. I think that's really one that's going to really be a game changer for for them in that NFC race. I said, yeah, I said that. I said that. Let me let me let me end it with this, P. And, and I need you to and I need you to feel me on this because remember, this is about a, a twist of hip hop on the streets. This is what makes the streets special. Okay? okay. The number one rapper in the world right now is who? Drake, am I correct? Right. Has Drake ever talked about killing, shooting, beating up, this, this, and this in his rap? He can rap about uh, at work and it sound cold. These, okay, so are these we, are young we, are we rappers. Just it's a, hold on. Are we saying oh, hold it's on, a, let it's me a finish, genre let me rap? No, let me, let me finish. Okay, you got go these go young guys who think because they don't have a vocabulary, because they don't, they, they to me, I'm just saying me, because I'm just the streets is talking, I, and we've been in the origin of, from the hip-hop where it started to where it's evolution as now. I'm saying this. These guys, most of them, don't have a vocabulary do they do they try to live it they think if i live this life and i rap about it i got more validity to it and now i get more streams and sales because i'm street i'm in the streets the streets man i'm doing it for the streets and 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 we all know when you do that it's really a lie it's really a lie because once you get and you see these guys who get the bread, they're not rapping. You know what a kid, kids say? I gotta live this life so I can have something to talk about in my rap. Where's your vocabulary? Where's your intelligence? Where's your leaders to tell you it's okay to rap about you in college and, and you can't eat and you had to do this, this, and this? That'll sell too. Where's your producers? Stepping in. Where's your mama stepping in? See, we got to take ownership for this. And remember, LL Cool J wasn't talking about that either. Run DMC wasn't talking about that either. Yes, NWA was talking about it. But it's very few in between. We have to understand if I'm not if I'm like that, why am I in an environment? I need to be hanging with guys like Jay Z if I'm take off. Right. Where it ain't no good. I need to be hanging around Jamie Foxx. I need to be hanging around your them family. type of people. 
where it ain't no guns and it ain't nothing I have to be worried about that. You're at another level now. Thank you. And we got to tell our young boys who trying to make it, who trying to make it, it's okay to rap about other stuff besides killing and this and that and this and woo, woo, woo. Because this is a different era. They think it's real. We knew wrestling was fake. We knew the rap was fake. They think it's real. Where the OGs at today, man, that's fake, man. That's fake. What you doing? It's called leadership. Where is it? They just care for this guy's getting the bread. Drake is singing on songs, rapping about he bodied somebody and he was with words. And we buy it. He's the number one rapper in the world. He's not talking about killing. Like, like, look what they do, though, Boogie. Look what they do. They be calling a man corny. Like, that'd be crazy to me. That'd be crazy. Corny that's, that's is crazy. cool now. <laughs> yeah, they call it corny, but he's, but they still buy it. Thank you. See, this is what the kids need to understand. Just because they don't like your IG post don't mean you ain't liked or loved. Love yourself. Amen. Love yourself. And we have to love on them so they can love themselves. So they ain't got to think that if I get all these likes over stupidity and fake fake stuff and carrying pistols, or I get so many likes because I got a pistol in my hand on IG, that make me cold. Instead of me having a book in my hand on IG saying I'm studying, you're going to get two likes. And I know this is a sports talk show, but it's with a twist of hip-hop. AP, man, we love you. We got to get to the break, man. And get your yeah, time yeah, too, you got to stay on the line because, listen, you know who's going to be the dummy of the day, man. You know who he is. <laughs> you know who he is, P. You know who he is. And, and, and listen, it's the NFL guy, and I'm going to let it go from there, man. You know who it is, P. <laughs> it's the streets, man. <laughs> Give us a call. You better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. We going to break and put T on hold, man. Tell me how to date when we get back. You know the shit, that's my so nigga. Far. I made him a million, now fuck it, we all I ain't trying to have babies right now, so we fuck with a rubber, but I got a raw bitch. Know this money bring EV, you probably won't beat me, but bro, we can't be by no small shit. Overseas got a crowd doing my shit. Can't believe that I'm still in an apartment. Businessman went and got me in office. Me and Dollar deals, I get them often. Me and Dollar was serving on Spawn Street. All legit, he gon' stay with a chopstick. I got raw, that shit made me a monster. He bitch, you know this my sister, my mama. Now they houses as big as they want them. I didn't run up no motherfucking commas, look at little dummies Living like we in a race, I might come in first and second, but I won't ever be last Lately I've been in my bag, but told me don't take my foot off the gas They give you an inch, gonna take you a mile, I'ma shoot by myself like a tender for foul City to city, got girls going wild, and I reach for my chain when I jump in the crowd Lambo solo got a squad, we finally made it, let's pop us a bottle I took the lead and let everyone follow, they know I'm running it right to the bank They want me to ease up, I didn't leave them in breathing room, sorry I told them I can't Heard you a rat, so you know what's gonna happen whenever we catch you. I run with them shakes. See all the moves I've been making. By the time I get 40, I gotta be one of them greats. By the time I move with this paper, I know it's gonna be a good thing. This is Streets of Talk, the sports talk show with a twist of hip hop. From a street perspective, you got boogie. 
You got road tonight. Everybody on the rest of the dream team, they took the night off. They like Kawhi Leonard. They, they call it, you know what I mean? Game management. <laughs> Shout out to my man Hard, man, D-Mac. Lil Buzzy Seagull. Team. Green Eye Panther, I see you. Hey, my man Bujo was on the line. My man Bone was on, on the line. High show tonight, man. Russ Key was on the line. Trey. Billy Phil was on the line. Dunk was on the line. It's that time of the show. And you know that time of the show. We got the big dummy of the day. And the big dummy of the day goes out to a young man. They were down six points. 28-34. It was 24 seconds remaining. It was a laser shot from the quarterback. And this quarterback replaced the guy that I gave a nickname to. And guess what his nickname was? Faker, Faker, Faker. And, you know, my man, what's his name, bro? Yeah, I'm trying to show you an alley oh. But my man from the Charlotte Panthers. And when I say Charlotte, because if I call him Carolina, I don't want to say South. It's always North. And they located in Charlotte. <laughs> but they call themselves the Charlotte, excuse me, the Carolina Panthers. It's like the Car- the, the uh, Arizona Cardinals are located in Phoenix. But this young man threw a 70-yard bomb. And it became 12 seconds. It was still 12 seconds left. He caught the touchdown. All they had to do was kick the extra point, and they were set up to win with 12 seconds left. But you know what this young man did? He took his helmet what did he off. Do? He took his helmet off, bro. In the end zone. Ow. And I think this rule was long, long, long time ago put in place because of that Dallas Cowboy. Emmett Smith. He took his helmet off. They got a 15-yard penalty <laughs> for unsportsmanlike conduct. The kicker, listen, and we all know our kickers nowadays because they move the ball back miss can miss the extra point. <laughs> it was a 40-yard try for the win. He missed it. They went in overtime. They lost to the Atlanta Falcons. The receiver name, he's the big dummy of the day, D.J. Moore. So, November 2nd, 2022, the wide receiver for the Carolina Panthers, D.J. Moore, for taking off your helmet after a touchdown and you cause your team to lose. You are the big B of the day. 
Somebody talked to say, hey, man, it's cool. You <laughs> said your ass in the back. That's what you do. Yeah. It's that time of the show, Rose, man. <laughs> you got any shout-outs before we get out of here? He bet, dang, dang. For young fellas checking out the show, don't throw your helmet. Just keep it off. Throw the ball. It's all right. You can get another ball. They always come back around. All right. Y'all know what it is, man. New month, man. Happy birthday to all my November babies. You know what? If you got a birthday coming up, happy birthday to you. So shout out to my boy, Big Brother Mo. Had his birthday coming up on Friday. I just thought about that. And so, uh, yeah, we'll talk about that next week. Yo, shout out to the wife. We rode around the city having fun doing the show, you dig? Uh, shout out to all the ladies checking out the show. Shout out to my, hey, you know season back here. College basketball is back here. So if you see your boy going live, I'm more than likely at the gym watching your boy Junior get it in. Arizona Christian University, what'd he do? Let's go, Junior Joe. Shout out to the dream team. You know what it is. My boy, I-C-E, S-T-G, O-G, the buck, big brother, boo. You know how we get down. Yo, all the callers in the asylum, you know we wouldn't make it go around without your love. Underdig that. Shout out to everybody. Rest in peace to my boy, Takeoff. Hey, if you are on social media more than anything, man, pay attention. Like Coach Boo Meeks always say, K-Y-P. If you don't know what that means, let me hip you on to something. That means know your personnel. If you don't know who you're around, if you know you think you just is in a place just to be kicking it, just to like Big Brother say, have your name out there, it ain't worth it. Take your ass home. <laughs> it ain't worth it. All right? So all love to my people. And y'all be safe out there. Until next week, it's your boy T-Row. Boo me! Man, I will first of all, man, I want to give a shout out to my man JB Milk, who I went to, you know what I mean, Juco with. It was his birthday today, man. He out there in Maryland, man, to the turf. My dude JB Milk, I know he listening to that go go music right now. You know what I mean? Shout out to P for getting on, man. We appreciate it. Hey, shout out to my baby cuz. Little Buzzy Seagull. He's been on the line listening, showing me kites, man. I thank you, Buzzy Seagull, for, you know what I'm saying, listening to the show. And as always, see. Shout out to the back. Hey, Harv. Hey, man, you always call the show, man. Tune in. You saw me kites, man. You know what I mean? Make sure you text Dunk and tell him it was a hell of a show. He hung up. We about to put him in. You know, shout out to Sonny Red. 
shout out to my cousin, you know what I mean, Zeke Bujo. My man Enrique out there in Spain who tuned in tonight. He sent me a kite. He said, man, it was a great show. You know what I mean? He said he loved the twist of hip-hop we put on it tonight. So shout out to my man out there. Shout out to everybody in Poland out there who's listening to the show, who tune in on blogtalkradio.com, category sports, search box, DA. The streets is talking. Everybody listen to our podcast all over the world. Without you guys, there is no us. You know what I mean? So we appreciate you. Hey, picture us rolling, keep inspiring us. And as always, you better tell a friend to tell a friend to tell a whole lot of girlfriends. Straight. I'm talking about like two handfuls. <laughs> if you vote, that's a good thing. Let's go. Oh, I forgot the DA. Yeah, that bitch had a lot to talk about. Before. Can the whole thing from here? Can you see me up? Picture me rubbing. And all you punk police. Can you see me? Am I clear to you? Picture me rubbing, nigga. Legit. Free like OJ all day. Can't stop you know I got my niggas up in this motherfucker. Manu, Pain, Sai, Mogo, Mogrin. Sad dog, sad. Can you picture us rolling? Can you see me all? <laughs> y'all ready for me? We about this bitch. Anytime y'all want to see me again, rewind this track right here. Close your eyes. Picture me rolling. Straight. Rest in peace. Take yeah. care. Go vote.